0: Welcome to Talk Talkalicious. I'm Christine, your virtual bestie. This is happy hour post-Thanksgiving. I became that crazy aunt. It has happened. And I didn't, well, I don't know why it didn't surprise me, but it does kind of surprise me. Uh, I told you last time, right, how I had to have this little procedure, had to have my hips injected. It's surgical. Who knew? I'm just like, eh. Um, anyway, so I've got bruising, like really bad. It looks like I've been beat up. Or uh, I was in a car accident, something, and I didn't realize it. It was kind of nasty looking, and then I, you know, you kind of get a glimpse of yourself in the mirror, it's, you know, those scary looks, like, kind of like when you walk by the store, and you're like, oh my gosh, I thought I looked so cute until now. Or the fitting room. Ugh. What is it about the fitting room? My hair, my face, my clothes, nothing looks good. I hate trying on clothes in a fitting room because I feel so disgusting. Anyway. So I pulled down my pants at Thanksgiving. Uh, no, 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 nobody asked. But I was like sharing. I was like, "Oh yeah, you should see the bruise." I pulled my pants down. My brother-in-law got a full piece of my crack. Well, he got partial crack. So does that count? <laughs> I did. I was like, "Oh!" And I'm like, "Oh!" Did I show you crack? I didn't even realize I showed crack. But I became the old family member who's pulling down their pants. <sighs> Takes a new meaning to crack, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, Yes, they still ate. Luckily, they didn't lose their appetite. And I get it. Nobody should be looking at that except for Joe, who signed a contract and said he had to for the rest of his life. Or uh, the doctor, who I have to pay a lot of money for insurance and deductibles and co-payments. Yeah, I pay a lot for people to look at my crack. (laughs) There, I gave everybody a free show. I also became that aunt that was driving everybody crazy because I've got teenagers. You know, teenage. I love having the teenagers around. They're so much fun to pick on. But my, she's almost sixteen. She's decided that she doesn't like food, and so you know, of course, back in my mind, I watch those after school specials. I'm like, oh my god, anorexia? No, she's not. She's just picky. And I think she doesn't want to say it. So she just says, I don't like to eat. So she's sitting at the table, which, you know, is good. We all made her sit at the table at least and watch us enjoy the food and my crack. (laughs) Anyway, and so I was asking her, hey, what do you not like about food? And because I was kind of curious, like, what is it? Oh, Lord, why can't you just ask a question? If you're going to make a declaration, everyone's like, I can just have my own thoughts. I, just, I don't like food. No, curious. Do you not like texture? Do you not like taste? Does a particular food make you sick? It's just, I just, and then I'd heard her say, I don't even like Thanksgiving because I hate this. I hate the food of Thanksgiving. I was like, I wanted to smack her because i was sitting there thinking, you know what? I spent a lot of hours cooking. So did grandma. So did everybody else. You need to be polite. She's 16. I'll let it ride. But I was asking her, and I realized how many young people, if they want to make a declaration, I'm okay with your declaration. I'm a Christian. I'm a this. I'm not eating. I'm blah, blah, blah. I don't really care what you are, but I'm curious. And if you're going to make that kind of declaration, shouldn't I be able to ask you questions without you being offended? Come on now. Give me a break. And it's something that I can actually get you talking about, because maybe I'm interested in you. Or I'm pretending to be because there's nothing else to do except for look at my crack. (laughs) Which I don't think anybody else wants to see that again. I'm going to have to register that in the back of my mind that I actually did that. (laughs) Speaking of crack, did you hear about the 29-year-old father who was arrested? Yeah, he's on the East Coast. We're not even going to name where or whatever because it is uh, crazy. He got arrested because his little kindergartner, oh, so cute. He goes to school. And he goes up to his teacher and he's like, look, and he shows him a bag of white stuff. And he goes, when I taste this or I touch it, I feel like Spider-Man. Yeah, the kid is totally like high off the kite. Heroin bust. Yes, heroin bust. And I'm thinking, wow, When my boys were little, they always felt like Spider-Man. You know when they run around? They didn't need drugs to feel like (laughs) Spider-Man. I'm wondering what this kid's experience was. Can you believe that? I was like, I bet you do, honey. What do you think the teacher did? Oh, nice. Can I see that? Let me take that. Uh, Yeah, we need to call the cops. We got Spider-Man and some dope over here. (laughs) I don't know. What do you say? (gasps) Parents mama hey, mamacita, can you, I just, I'm sitting there thinking, wow, when we played superheroes at my house, you know what it was? Uh, my boys would pretend to be Spider-Man and put their arms out, and they would just go choo, 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 and they like pretend they're swinging from place to place, but they're just running, or old school, I took their baby blankets and pinned them around their necks so I could use them as capes and fly through the air. I mean, I don't know. Things are changing in today's parenting world. (laughs) Because my six-year-olds, five-year-olds had the opportunity to pretend. They didn't need substance abuse. (laughs) Things are changing in the parenting world. Uh, Speaking of drugs, Julie Andrews, you know, she's come out with a book. She's the original Mary Poppins, in case you don't know. Sound of music, you know, beautiful voice, doesn't sing anymore, recently wrote a book. And she alleges that this big time, movie person, director, movie maker, whatever they are. Does it matter? No. It was just some creepy guy at a party because, you know, eventually. (laughs) I'm not mentioning names. But anyway, uh, so she's there at the party. And it was, you know, in the 70s. They're all doing, you know, major drugs. And he's like, hey, Mary Poppins, come on over. Why don't you try some Coke, man? And he's like, and she's like, ah, no. Mary Poppins? A spoonful of sugar? (laughs) He's like, no I want to see what Mary Poppins would do when she's uh, high on a kite. I was like, "Uh, she already flies with an umbrella? Is that not enough? And she can clean up a room with a little twisty twist? I think she's got a lot of magical powers. Supposedly she rejected, but I don't know would you like to see Mary Poppins on cocaine? (laughs) That's Mary Poppins the sequel, (laughs) not the remake. I thought that was kind of funny. And then I thought, well, if you really want to know how you feel, I wonder if Mary Poppins would become Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, I actually feel like Spider-Man, not Mary Poppins anymore. I've got superhuman strength and power and I can fly through webs. Uh, you know, I love teenagers. I was telling you how I love to harass them and talk to them. And I think they're so they're such little interesting little things. And especially if they're willing, especially when you pry them open, I feel like they're those. L- like the hardest nuts in a nutcracker, you try to open them up. So I always feel accomplished when I get them all talking. Even the boys, you know. Not that I'm trying to be relatable because I don't, but I just make them laugh. I think laughter and all that's really great. Well, these two teenagers, and of course, they're. I'm sure they were freaking out. They get into a car accident. Their car flips a couple times. They went out for smoothies, having a good time. Get into a car accident. They didn't navigate a curve. There's no drinking. There's no texting. Nobody was on their phones. It was just a young driver accident, taking the curve too fast. You know, she says, well, I didn't judge the curve right. Yeah, you're going fast. Let's be honest. You know, right now, Sebastian is learning how to drive. Oh, God. I don't think I have an emergency brake left. And I found out I'm like the only one who uses their emergency brake. Do you not use your emergency brake? Come on people. I was trying to figure out is, do I use it all the time because I learned to drive on manual and I drove manual for some, I love stick. makes me feel like a race car driver. They got rid of it, so many cars, unless you're gonna pay like a fortune. Not really like race cars. Man, if I could have stick in my SUV, but have it corner like a, I don't know, like a Ferrari or something, wouldn't that be cool? rev up the SUV, (laughs) right up to the AYSO field. Okay, I'm thinking too much. Oh, going back, maybe because a stick is the reason why I put on my emergency brake. Sebastian keeps driving with it on. I don't think there's anything left. Apparently, I'm the only one. I'm curious. Like, you know, my husband's like, no, I only do it on a hill. I'm like, you just never know. Like, don't, shouldn't you always have your emergency brake on? We have an entire population out there. Just breaking the law. Is that a law? I don't know. Is the emergency brake a law? Okay. Breaking the rules. It's there. What's it, what's it there for these teenagers? Anyway, they get totally, mm, I'm not, I get mad about this. They got reamed on social media because they got in this accident. I'm sure it was terrifying at the moment and they weren't hurt. The car damaged. Luckily those girls were safe. I was like, what kind of car was that? <laughs> That's the car you want that can flip through times. And the girls are like making TikTok videos. Hey, you got teenagers driving, they flip two times and then they feel good. And while they're waiting for emergency personnel, they make TikTok videos. I'm like, heck yeah, that's the car to buy for my kid. Well, they got slammed because people are saying, well, you were just in a car accident. This is a dangerous situation. And I'm sitting here thinking, what is wrong with people? Everyone deals with stress. They just had, I know a very scary thing happen to them. But in today's world, it's like we want to live in the scary, bad places. And look what it's doing to us, for God's sakes. Everyone's miserable. Nobody interacts. They're afraid of offending anyone. I'm like, give me a break. They were okay. They were passing the time, and they probably were scared. She's a new driver. Her car flipped over. She's with her friend. They weren't doing anything except for maybe speeding around that curve too fast, right? But I don't even know if she, well, she probably was speeding. I'm just going to assume I'm, I'm, that's my mom assumption, but we don't know for sure because she's a newbie driver. And as a mom, you're like, Oh, I'm glad you made it. And they're laughing and they're okay. And they're probably dealing with the fact that she's got to get another car and she's probably not going to get another car. Cause I don't know. Uh, I have a one car rule in my house and you're getting our old cars. And once it's gone, you better figure out how to buy yourself one, right? Like seriously, but people are berating them. For laughing off a very stressful, scary situation. To me, that's better coping skills than the one who wallows and cries hysterically until responders get there. So are we teaching resilience, which I thought that was a perfect example of resilience and coping mechanisms, or are we going to allow our kids to stay in the negativity? And I think that is one of our problems in our society is we are allowing these kids and ourselves to stay in a bad place. If somebody get, like, has a horrific crime happen against them, investigation, discovery, you watch it, there's plenty of them. None of them, they may have issues because it's obviously life-altering, but they always say, I'm a survivor. Someone who's overcame anything, an illness, a major grief, a tragic crime, anything that's tough for them. Is it okay to laugh? It's kind of like, I don't know if you saw this, but this group is coming out against not wanting any more weddings in the plantations in the South because of the human atrocities that happened. Yes, they happened. But why can't we rechristen it as a place of blooming love where everyone is loved and accepted, where we're doing a new generation of love and accepting people? We have to stay in the negative. How do you grow and become a better person if you're just staying there? It's kind of like with your kids, you know, when your kids are little and then they fall and they like scrape their knee or they do something. And then you have the mom that's like, Oh, are you okay? And then years later, that's the kid who can't get a shot. Can't do anything. is crying over everything and is melodramatic. And cause there's all this hoopla. Oh my God, my precious baby. Oh, oh you must be. And then they're like, oh, and then they learned to milk it. Trust me. Look at kids, they're smarter than us. They're working us like they can't get it. But then you are, and this is how I raised my boys, this is how I was raised, how I was taught. They fall. Oh, you fall? You're okay, boo-boo. Mommy, kiss your boo-boo. Okay, go play. Good job, you're good. Uh, there might have been a couple times when they got older that I probably tried to kiss off too many boo-boos. <laughs> now they don't want me to kiss their boo-boos. So sad. <laughs> they're weird boo-boos now. Anyway, but you know, when they fall, that's teaching your child resilience. You're okay, you got this. You know, like when they're trying something new. Okay, do you need help? Or do you got it? I got it, okay. And then you kind of watch them and let them figure it out. That's teaching them problem solving and that you're not going to step in. I am really upset about these parents or these people who hide behind social media and then want to berate them. And then instead of like... Standing up against the negativity of the people who were berating them, they take off their video. I don't think so. I think we need to stand up to these negative Nellies because I am tired of them changing my world. I need to laugh, girl. They say laughter is the best medicine. Why are we wallowing? Because it's so much fun out there now? Because this way is good? Ah! you're okay. Let me kiss your boo-boo. I'm telling you, we should look up that car. Every every young person should have a car like that. I might get a car like that. I scare people when I drive for sure. I'm really disappointed that the girls took down their video because I think they should have just said, uh, mm, you, uh, we survived. We were dealing with stress and we were okay. And no one was hurt. We weren't making fun of anyone. There was no making fun of anyone. Quit being so melodramatic people. I wish they put their video up. Would you let your kid keep their video up, or would you make them take it down? If it was your teenager, or if it was you, because you just can't handle the backlash. I think we have to start standing up. I, I want a movement. He says no. I because you know life is a bell-shaped curve, right? It's like we're catering to the one person who's offended. The rest of us are like, nah, no big deal. Ah, right? Yeah. Hi. I'm tired. We need to laugh more. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of laughing, you know, this is the season of love. I absolutely 100% love love. And of course, I know if you're not married and you're dating somebody, anybody, uh, and you've been going hot and heavy, you're thinking, (laughs) someone's getting a ring for Christmas or New Year's. Mine was always, I wanted it at New Year's Eve at midnight. Joe tried. I totally messed that one up. Totally messed that one up. That's a story for another time. Maybe I should tell you that story some other time. It's actually pretty funny. Um, I have no Instagram-worthy proposals at all. None. I would have nothing that was social media ready when it came to my proposal. And quite frankly, that's a lot of pressure on guys. (laughs) And speaking of uh, the pressure, I forgot to say this. Uh, Before we talk about the love story, because this is actually a really funny proposal for the holiday season. But before I get into that one, we need to talk about social media and the holidays and uh, social media in general. Let's have some self-respect, ladies. You know, just because you have your Christmas decorations up before Thanksgiving, like the day after Halloween, and you're like, ah, holiday spirit. (sighs) Seriously, right now? That's just bragging to the rest of us who can't keep up. You the one who's got all the meal ready and everything looks perfect and all that stuff. I'm like, mm, tidy that stuff up. You're making the rest of us look bad. Somebody posted, I have all my shopping done and my Christmas cards are out. Yeah, and you. Seriously right now? I'm just trying to figure out the next day. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much mail coming in, so many emails to go through. Have some self-respect. And speaking of which, I'm going to give you some advice too. When you have a baby and you're having your third And you pretty much, the day after you're out of the hospital and somebody shows up to bring you a meal, have the common decency to be wearing your Prego clothes. Yeah, not your tight little jean shorts and your, like, banging body. Oh, no kidding. I had a girlfriend like that. She had her third child. Basically was cleaning the house. I come over to drop off the meal for the kids, and she's like, looks normal. I'm like, Geez, I looked like the beach whale with the swelling and all the stuff that happened. I was hormonally a mess. I was just tired. And it'd only been like one day. She's like on her third, and that was my first. And I said, Hey, so I brought her food. You know, you're like, I'm gonna take care of you. You know how moms do. We do that for new mommies and people who are sick or whatever. Let me help you with your family, right? You show up, you're wearing your jean shorts, your house is clean, and your kids are quiet. Dude do something, dirty up this house. No woman is going to want to come in here and bring you a meal because you got it together. (laughs) Quit bragging. The rest of us are just trying to survive. (laughs) There ain't enough Photoshop for me to post about my life. If you see it right now, you're like, oh, all the bags and you're like, oh, I got to return this. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Love story. Uh, Every time I, this is going to be my thing for the next few weeks during the holidays maybe I could take it out till Valentine's day. You know, I love love. So anyway, I was thinking maybe we should do a love story. If I can find a love story each time, we should do it on a love story, right? Uh, Okay. So here's this couple. They already have a couple kids. Obviously, you know, they're in it for the long haul, but they decided to get married. So he's going to do a proposal. Got to love men sometimes. And I can guarantee that this proposal idea came from men, too many of them hanging out too long, drinking, coming up with ideas. There wasn't one woman who infiltrated that space. I never, ever let the men in my house, males, because I can't even call some of them men. They don't pay their own bills, take care of business. But I don't let them congregate too long without checking in to see what they're doing because they come up with the dumbest ideas. I have to make sure that they're like on thing. So obviously this poor woman wasn't checking up on her husband and his friends. So they're in Boston, New York. And I was like, Boston, New York? Is that even real? Because at first I thought, oh, somebody made a mistake. Oh, no, it's actually a real town. It's in like Erie County. I think they have like a population of, I don't, I, this is the geeky side of me. Because I was like, really? There's such a thing as Boston, New York? 8,000. Not Boston, Massachusetts, but Boston, New York. They're just so close. Seems weird to have cities so close. It's like naming your kids. First kid was. <laughs> no, I'm just anyway, okay, let's get to it. So they go to the store. She decides, you know, I want some beer they go to one of the small lo- lo- local liquor stores or whatever. All of a sudden it's getting robbed and they're, the robbers yelling and the cashier's like, I've just been robbed. And then the girls, the, the woman who wanted the beer with her, uh, baby daddy is sitting there and he's cowering down and he's like, you too. You got any money on you? I'm like, no, 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 no. And, and then she starts crying, yelping. You know, she's trying to hide. And the husband's not letting her, like, get any, like, behind a door or in the freezer. I mean, she's scared to death. Basically, hugging the Slurpee machine. It's not 7-Eleven. But, you know, she's like, ah! You know, what do you do? So she's cowering or whatever. So the guy starts talking to him. And then he's like, You're, are you guys, you have kids? She's like, yes, I have kids. Don't kill me. Don't, I have kids. And he's like... Uh, you married? She's like, no, why aren't you married? We haven't done it yet. You mean you have kids and you're not married? He's like, yeah. And then he points the gun to the guy and he says, what's wrong with you? Why don't you marry this woman? And then he's like, oh, and doesn't have a ring. And then the robber produces a ring and she's terrified. She's been crying. She's under this stressful situation. And he proposes. (laughs) It's all caught on surveillance video, by the way. Okay. She's at first like, this is not real. This is not real. Yes, it was real. And yes, he proposed. And yes, the two are getting married. It didn't say what the date was. She goes, she said when she figured out it was real, she's like, afterwards, she's like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Now that is a proposal. I'm trying to think about now that I'm older and I was getting married. I'm not getting married again. I'm not giving Joe the pleasure, the pleasure of a divorce. But uh, if I was, I would probably want something funny. When I was younger, it definitely had to be romantic, right? It's supposed to be some grand gesture. If it means anything, he did pull out the romance, took her to New York, and they had a whole little nice weekend to celebrate getting engaged. So there's your love story. I love. The laughter part of it. You know, I think in life we try to make everything so perfect um, that once I gave that up, like I stopped trying to make the perfect date night. Because anytime I did that, the most romantic night, and then all of a sudden those nights sucked. Something happened. Or I had these high expectations. Once I lowered my expectations, relaxed, uh, I've always had a great time. So I think that as much as she may have not have liked this, this is a story and this is going to be laughter for the rest of their life. And I think it'll eventually grow on her. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me for this edition of Happy Hour. Happy shopping. Uh, Yeah, I get stuck in lines and I'm not out shopping. I did online shopping with store pickup. Have you noticed? You know what my theory is now? If I was a conspiracy theorist, I know I say that all the time, but if I was, I would say that the employees, her working store pickup or order pickup... Uh, don't feel any need to uh, move along. I'm, I'm thinking, they are the, it's the longest line, it's the slowest line. And I'm like, what is going on here? It's because they they already got our money. Like, yeah, we got your money. <laughs> you're you're going to have to wait. Or is it them? This is what I can't decide. Is it just the, the workers? They don't move? I mean, I'm moving groove. Let's go. Let's get things done. Let's get it out of here. We got things to do. Yeah, no. If you're doing order pickup, I hope your lines are better than mine so far. I should be done here soon. I spend all that time online. I don't want to spend time in the store. I know you can have it delivered. I usually do, but some things, you know, you got to go pick up. It's terrible. They need to. They need to do something. I think their order pickup lines are really bad at several retail locations. But I'm not gonna call them out because, yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. That's not my kind. Anyway, hey, have a great week. I will see you next time. This is Talkalicious. Don't forget. Call me out. Tell me what you think. Answer my questions. DM me. You can do anything you want. I'm here. I love it. If you have a different opinion, let me know. Get talking with Talkalicious. Have a great day.